0: Let's Talk Digital, Yo. we are at the cutting edge of digital tweaks, changes, transformation, a local digital marketing podcast, conversing with industry experts and putting excerpts about the exceptional, hosted by Audrey Naidu. Sit back, relax, enjoy whatever. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to what's coming up in South Africa in the next couple of months and years. Hey everyone, welcome back to Let's Talk Digital with myself, Audrey Naidu. On today's podcast, we are talking to Daniel Courtney, Executive Head of Group Digital Marketing at MultiChoice. He started working in digital when ad networks were still a thing with extensive experience across programmatic and media platforms. He then joined MultiChoice in 2020 and has been leading the DMT journey ever since. Today, we're going to look at DMT from an organizational maturity point of view with the understanding that success cannot be achieved If the organization is not prepared to evolve, how's it, Daniel? Welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you, Audrey. Thanks for having me.
0: So, you trekked here all the way from Cape Town?
1: I did indeed, specifically for this podcast. (laughs) All
0: right. (laughs) Daniel, I understand that you guys had the hottest day in Cape Town last week.
1: We did. Um, It was the hottest day. on the on the planet, on the globe, uh, I think I think we hit forty seven degrees in Wellington. Um, it was uncomfortable, um, to say the least. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's crazy. But at least then you could go down to your beach and swim.
1: Yeah, I mean the beaches were packed um, as expected, and we we live in the city pretty close to you know the Atlantic side, so lots of traffic and, and all that kind of stuff. Look, fortunately, we've got a swimming pool, so we didn't have to take to the beach but um, yeah it it was quite something and it it was a proper heat wave so lots of days yeah yeah
0: but uh, yeah so welcome again and I'm looking forward to our conversation today but before we get there from what I understand when you're not working because you're like crazy busy early parts of the morning when all of us are sleeping you are running boxing playing golf or cooking
1: I mean I feel like it's important to maintain some sort of balance um and I wake up pretty early in the morning you know so I typically train early um running mostly um boxing in the evenings if if, if I get around to that and then golf you know whenever I can it obviously takes up a lot more um time yeah um, and I'd like to play more of it than I than I currently am able to but um but yeah, I mean, being on a golf course is, is my happy place, quiet and lots of space, lots of time to think. And then the cooking is at home, you know, so the cooking is easy to find time to do. And, you know, my wife and I like to entertain and, you know, we like to cook and I like to eat. So yeah, it just sort of fits into into my my life, I guess.
0: No, that's amazing to have so many different um, hobbies and things that you're passionate about. So, coming back to today's conversation, right? I think we are both in agreement that every company is at different stages of their digital marketing journey. And um, it's an ongoing pursuit of achieving the highest level of scale, efficiency, innovation, profit, using data and technology. So, your thoughts around this statement, I mean, you've been busy doing exactly that in the last 12 to 18 months.
1: Yeah, I mean it's It's a constant um evolution right i mean we are we're always chasing the next thing in digital. I feel like you know although we know what the the ultimate goal is and we've got a pretty good idea of what success looks like in inside of our our worlds um I think typically by the time you you get to what you you think is is success the the next thing is is there for you to chase um be that you know the next exciting uh, thing in martech. You know what we're doing with data. Obviously, there's been a massive um, move from third to first-party data, which is sort of underpinning um, the next evolution in, in how we've got to approach digital marketing. So, constant, constant evolution, um, constantly looking for the next best thing, and, and obviously trying to stay agile in, in maintaining, um, you know, our, our, our stronghold in all of those different areas.
0: Yeah, I think what I'd like to do today is look at the organizational challenges and uh, through the lens of the organization because we know that digital marketing transformation cannot be achieved in isolation. We can't live in a marketing island and expect digital transformation to happen. And although brands are talking about it, I don't, uh, we haven't actually engaged on the organisational part. So it'll be interesting to get your perspective when you join MultiChoice. What was that like for
1: you? I mean, it's been an interesting journey. I I started in a different role to to what I'm in right now. I started um, with a focus on, on digital transformation. And you know, w- when I started, Group Digital had just sort of been birthed, so um, it's it's new in, in terms of you know where it fits in the organisation. And if I think about where we were 18 months ago, in comparison to where we are today, there's been huge uh, progress that's been made. Um, you know, we looked at we looked at what we were dealing with, what we had, and and we had a pretty good understanding of what we needed t- to do. Um, in, in order to to digitally mature, um, we we knew that we needed to consolidate um, what we were doing was incredibly fragmented at the time. We knew that we wanted to drive efficiency both in data technology um, as well as in um, cost and, and commercially. We wanted to get closer to our partners um, because we wanted to own those relationships. I think a lot of the time those are sort of farmed out to agencies and that kind of thing. We needed to be better at measurement and analytics and reporting and, and all, you know, all the sort of usual suspects. And, and so we, we built a list of priority items and we started ticking boxes. Um, you know, so from an agency perspective, it was the first time we consolidated. We, we brought our agency into one. Um, we brought our, our buying tools into one. So we brought GMP in-house. So we, um, all agencies are now buying through our own sort of um, trading desks and, and, and stack. Got closer to our our partners the way we wanted to, so we were able to negotiate, you know, favorable um, commercial deals and, and really understand where the benefits inside of 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 those um, partnerships lived. And then we started unpacking what we needed to do from uh, an analytics and and um, measurement perspective and how that tied into what we were doing from a marketing point of view. Um, we you know obviously structurally there were there were lifts and lift and shifts and. Um, you know, whereas before, areas that touched on, on digital sort of sat in our business units, we, we started bringing those areas closer together so that we had a more sort of cohesive view on what we wanted to do and how we were going to execute that. And 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 obviously, from a product perspective, um, you know, getting better at building user journeys and, and ensuring that... Um, you know, we were taking a customer-first approach in, in, in order to really nurture our customers um, into buying or acquiring multi-choice and, and, and our products on some level. So, lots of change, lots of lots of progress, lots of maturity, um, lots of evolution.
0: And you accomplished this within <clears throat> 18 months.
1: Look, it's not perfect. That's crazy. It's not perfect. Um, there is certainly a lot of work that still needs to be done, Um but there has been progress and and i'm I'm incredibly grateful to have been part of of that um team you know f- from from eighteen months ago to where we are today and 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 you know there's there's still a lot to do so it's not very often i think you get an opportunity to do that kind of stuff in a in a big organization it's been around for a long time and mm. um and so I, I think it's a really exciting time to to be part of of a business like ours you know where, where we're doing all of these really exciting um, digital things.
0: Yeah. So, how did you get C Suite to buy into your shared vision?
1: By sharing it, <laughs> I think. I think um, you know you've got to find a way to to use data and science to back up some of the things that you are going to uh, put on the table. Uh, you can't just go to to senior stakeholders and say, you know, we've got this idea and we think it might work. Although obviously, we have the benefit of being able to run tests and and, and see whether whether um, things work or not. But, you know, we we had a vision. Um, I think the business inherently understands what it needs to do. Uh, We're a customer first business, we sell content, um, and we want subscribers, we want subscribers, and we want to keep them. And so, you know, our job as digital is to find a compelling way to to share how we do that by using you know products platforms tools um and and marketing of course to to make that work um and then obviously to 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 you know work with those stakeholders to build trust i think once you've got trust and you've and you've pulled off a couple of um initiatives it becomes a little bit easier um and we're a very outcomes based organization so you know nothing happens i guess in isolation um you know, the job isn't done by deploying something or integrating something and um and then and then running it for for a couple of weeks or a couple of months. We've got to show benefit and we've got to show um outcomes and, and I think once you you do that over time, you start to get buy in.
0: So there there is a level of accountability.
1: Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely.
0: So what, what do you think are some of the factors that propel this this change to happen almost overnight?
1: Look, I mean I think covid obviously has an impact our customers Mm -hmm. are are engaging um you know in in different ways and 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 on different platforms we've got a lot of competition uh, that didn't necessarily exist before um you know we understand that we need to digitally transform because that is the present and and the future and so all of those things combined have a have a role to play in in propelling you know the want and the need to to mature and obviously we've got a you know we've got to ma- maintain agility in order to keep up with how quickly things are are moving. You know, obviously, in in our world, moving from you know digital satellite, set top, lean back television into the OTT space in and of itself is massive transformation. Um, so we 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 embrace digital by virtue of that, and and that um, sort of trickles down into everything because now it becomes now everything's an online journey, and um, you know, so we understand our customer. Um, movements a lot better. We understand how people come into a funnel. We understand how to use data and personalization at scale to um, to drive performance um, and 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 all of those things are, are really what underpin the, the movement and, and and the drivers behind behind this maturity movement.
0: So, if you had to peg it, where would multi-multi be sitting in terms of your digital maturity journey?
1: So. We had some work done, and, and and we were very early on eighteen months ago. I mean, I think in certain areas we were probably pre-nascent, and that's that's not to say that we didn't have digital elements in place, mm. but they weren't necessarily working together, you know, the way we we would have wanted it. Um, I think last year this time we were probably sitting and emerging, and I think we're 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 very close to and in certain respects are connected. Um, we. Like I said, you know, the job is, is not done. It's, it's ongoing. And it's a journey, yeah. It, it is a journey, and, and I think we're doing a lot of the right things. So I'm excited about, you know, where we'll be in a year's time. Um, and we strategically know what we need to do to get there. So it's just about executing now.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, that is amazing progress in such a short period of time. Um, I want to talk about some of the challenges you experienced along the way, because I'm sure there were a few. Sure.
1: Look, I mean, I, I think obviously, you know, upfront stakeholder buy-in is is, is a challenge. Um, that's not to say that we don't get buy-in, but, but obviously, you know, getting everyone aligned and getting everyone on the same page and sharing a, a vision is a challenge. I think process can sometimes um, be challenging. You know, we've, we've had, since I've been in the business, three RFPs, you know, marketing automation RFP, a DMP RFP and a single agency RFP um, in a very quick amount of time, and as you can imagine, you yourself come from a large organisation. It's uh, it's time consuming, mm. um, and, and and that's a challenge. But but again, you know, as we've as we've gone through these processes, you know, even our procurement team understands that this is different and it works differently, and it delivers different things, and it's it needs to happen <laughs> faster. Yeah, and then and then obviously organizationally, culturally, um, you know, when I joined, I joined in the first lockdown. I hadn't met my team members personally until literally this week, many of them, and I still haven't met many of them. Um, so trying to do this through a screen has been incredibly challenging. And... Yeah, so there have been, been a few challenges. If yeah. we had more time, I could probably unpack a bunch more. But, no, I but can resonate the, for
0: those challenges. I yeah. think uh, large corporates you know, go through similar experiences like yourself. Um, one of the questions I wanted to ask you, because you haven't mentioned it as a challenge, So I'm hopeful that it's a positive answer is you mentioned earlier that you guys are brought in GMP Mm -hmm. in-house, but you haven't said anything about, uh, you know, the skills and capability to manage it in-house. So how did you resolve that?
1: So, you know, we we have some very skilled people inside of the Group Digital team that were driving the in-housing of our GMP. Um, We do have... A paid media agency that is responsible for um, executing through um, through through GMP, right? So it's not something that we do in house. We um, we have one or two um, in house team members that do use the platforms, but what it's given us is it's given us the ability to to audit, to stay on top of um, you know what's happening. It's given us far more control from a data perspective. We're doing a lot of work from an audience point of view. It allows us to look at how things are set up. It allows us to set things up, it allows us to pull those two worlds together, so DMP into um GMP and then into, you know, the larger buying world. Um and and while it's been a challenge, you know, we've we've also done things like implement training and certification stuff across the entire business. So, you know, we want anyone that's touching touching digital to at least do the high level training and, and certification um pieces across, you know, Google and Facebook and all of those things so that we have an understanding of what these products and platforms do also not always easy to get right, Mm. um, not always easy to get adoption, but, you know, to the extent that now that's a KPI across the business is massive progress. You know, um, it, it just shows that we value how much, um, you know, our teams are investing in, into understanding these things. So I think GMP has been, been, and bringing it in house has been a really, really fundamental, um, Move for us, right? Um, just the fact that before, if you know, if we had four different agencies across the the digital sort of um, landscape, South Africa, Africa, SuperSport, General Entertainment, and those agencies buying almost on behalf of you, there's not much you can do if that relationship changes. Mm, there's right? no
0: control. You're losing your data. To- totally, yeah. And
1: and and by virtue of bringing that in house, uh, it's changed the entire game for us. Um, also, you know, things change and, and relationships change, and if and when those happen. It's just literally a login for somebody that's else it. and that's yeah. it. So it's hard Seamless. work up, up front. speaking it's tough, you know, the contractual negotiations are a challenge, but once it's done, it just makes life that much easier. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's actually been a real blessing and, um, you know, kudos to the team that, that drove that and got it across the line.
0: I'm sure they'll be listening to this podcast.
1: Fingers crossed.
0: <laughs> it's your job to share it, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: So how do you see the role of agency partners supporting your DMT journey? Because that's that's also critical for success.
1: Yeah, I mean, really important for us. You know, we've been working with our new partners for six months. Um, and, you know, obviously we're a big business. We've never done this before. So a lot, a lot to shift into a single agency, um, a different approach to look at, you know, an entire portfolio versus one business unit. Um, but I view it as critical. I think it's incredibly important for our agency to help us understand how to stop competing against ourselves. To help us understand trends. To help us, uh, you know, get a view of best practice, ongoing best practice. Um, to help us drive strategy. To help us drive performance. To help us move um, bottom line in the right direction. So absolutely critical. Uh, and and also, you know, our agency is not just. Uh, Supply our agency is our partner. Um, we we are are a very performance focused business, um, and we rely on them to deliver. Uh, and you know, f- for for that reason, the role of of the agency in our world is is really really important.
0: Talk to me about the single agency model. I mean, are you getting everything that you want out of digital? Seeing that there's complexities. There's innovation. There is different needs. So when you talk about single agency model, does that include? Is that just your media house, or are you? So your creative agency is sitting Separate. separately. Yeah. Oh,
1: okay. So, so, you know, if you think about the way that our business works, there's a lot of campaign creatives still linked to our above the line initiatives. There's typically a golden thread that runs through campaign. Objectives at at the highest level. So you know, if we're going to do World Cup, there's um, there's an overarching theme, an overarching campaign idea. There's a, you know, and and then whoever um, the business unit is that's executing will use um, you know the creative agency that that's best suited to to that piece of work. And you know, we have an analytics team in house that is responsible for for bringing our worlds together, for for tracking you know all of our attribution, all of our paid, um, bringing that into a visualization. Um, experience that we can share across the business that gives everyone insight into how things are performing, etc. We have our product piece that also sits out of the, outside of the agency. And all of those things combined, um, you know, are, are, are being run and driven separately to to our single agency that's focused on paid media execution across all of our channels. Um, you know, and then outside of that, you've obviously got your organic stuff that runs across our, our BU. So there's a lot. The single mm-hmm. agency has, has has really been... Um, An initiative driven to drive efficiency, understand what's happening with data, understand what's happening commercially, understand, you know, working on how not to cannibalize what we're doing because we've got so much paid out there uh, and you don't want to be running a super sport ad in the same place as you're running a South Africa, uh, you know, compact ad and and trying to fight for the same customer for for two different, you know, opposing things. Yeah. So it, it really takes quite a lot of like granular effort and energy to understand what that looks like and to to address it the right way um, and and you know they've got that they've got the hard job of getting that right for us um but i I, I genuinely believe that it was the right play and and it's early days still um in terms of you know mm. our migration into that that world and 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 even our partnership but yeah um, yeah decided
0: six months is still early days and it's quite early, a daunting task for yeah. the agency to get this right. But how far are you in terms of achieving your a single view of customers? Because you spoke about data a lot.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's that's obviously, in my mind, 40%, 50% of the way, you know. But single view and, and, and how we do that and, and what single view is are all very interesting concepts for me. And, um, you know, I know we spoke about it leading up to this podcast and what um, digital marketing transformation means. And and, and obviously, that's, that's, that's the goal, right, is to get to a place where, You know, we've got a single view of our customer, data-driven personalization at scale, all those buzzwords. And we've got lots of initiatives that are running concurrently to try and get that right. We've got single sign-on stuff that's going to be able to track customers and apply IDs to users that are, you know, anywhere in our ecosystem. By virtue of that, we'll be able to get a sense of what they are um, engaging with from a content perspective. We have the benefit of being a subscription business. So we have a customer hub that's full of data and, and we understand, you know, things on a more granular level and a personal level about our, our customers um, you know we've, we've got our, our DMP in place we've just onboarded a, um, our automated marketing partners as well and, and obviously you know inherent in that is journey orchestration and you know CDPs and 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 so, so everything we're doing is is driving this agenda but then we have another view of, of personalization at scale and, and that and that is the five C's right which is conscious curated customer centric communication and really. I think how we get that right and we're still trying to figure it out but if you consider for a minute that typically personalization is based on an overarching persona of somebody that that somebody else is able to see and by and by virtue of that you're defining somebody and putting them into a a bucket or a segment and and you're able to communicate with with them through a message that you think is relevant and and personalized but you know, we understand that our customers are not the same person throughout the entire day. You know, we, are, you wake up in the morning and you are, um, you know, you eat breakfast, Audrey, and then you go to the gym and you're gym, Audrey, and you're in a completely different mindset in those two different spaces. And then you're driving to work and you're thinking about work. And then you're at work and then you're, you know, you're making dinner and then finally you're sitting down and you're watching some some shows on Showmax, hopefully. Um, and at all of those different Points of the day, and, and through all of those different um, personas, your propensity to convert with different messaging um, has a real impact on what personalization means, and that's what I'm, st- you know, that's what I'm, I'm referring to when I talk about conscious, curated, customer-centric communication, and our job is to get that right, is to make sure that not only in the day, and because you, you know, w- we know that you sit inside of some sort of segment that we can reach you with a message, but to really drill down into like specific moment um, when we have your attention and your attention is focused on a specific thing that we can engage with you with something that you genuinely have um, interest in that gives you value. And hopefully, you know, over the next little while, we'll be able to get there. Um, not an easy thing to do, mm-hmm. but but really important.
0: Well, I was thinking while you were speaking uh, around the role of creative. Mm-hmm and getting what you said right, um, how are you guys faring with that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think we, I think we're doing okay in the creative department. Um, you know, we, we, we're always, we're always testing. We're always looking at new and innovative ways. Um, you know, th- the idea for for this financial year is is to drive innovation in creative. Is to look at dynamic creative. Is to look at programmatic creative, mm-hmm. um, and to use those things to to try and appeal to cohorts that are engaging with, you know, different kinds of creative at different times. We're also looking at how we use creative across our owned and operated ecosystem to engage with customers that have done different things in different areas, that have watched content, that have shared content, that have read news stories and articles, Um, and, and how we use creative to then entice those customers to watch different content, for example, right? Because our our business is twofold. The one thing is to bring in new customers, and the other one is to keep them once they're there. So creative plays a different role depending on which of those two things we, we're trying to drive. Our creative agencies are great. Um, you know, some of the work we do, um, both in digital, but certainly in above the line as well. I'm just I'm mind blown when when I see you know when I see the work on, on television, and um, it's really inspiring stuff. And you know, we've got a big year at at Multichoice. We've got amazing content that's coming through It's a World Cup year um and some of the stuff that you know the agencies are showing us is is really really great work so i think we're getting the 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 creative stuff right again we're under no illusion that that we've that we've ticked all the boxes and we are we're, we're always working we're engaging with the google's of the world to try and you know share best practice with us um you know we're looking at our international counterparts to see what they're doing um you know we've got some great talent in house that's uh, also doing amazing work, and, and that 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 are constantly learning and, and training and and upskilling to, you know, to enable themselves to deliver the the kind of work that that we want to. So, yeah, I think we're in a good place creatively. If I'm if I'm honest with you, um, more video this year, I hope.
0: I actually wanted to ask you, what does it mean to be a digital-first brand? Because it seems that that's where our multi choice is aiming towards.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think to consider everything with a digital lens to understand how our customers are engaging digitally and to apply thinking and strategy around how we engage with those customers in the places they are from a community perspective. Um, It means understanding how we need to be better in, in all of the digital spaces across the business and driving those agendas. It means Ensuring that our our culture and our teams and our organisational structure are set up in order to be agile in order to move when there is an opportunity means failing fast, thinking different, um, yeah, all, all of those all of those things, um, and it means embracing the. You see, I, I just want to be quite quite specific in that, although we're obviously driving digital transformation, we also are a television business, you know, mm-hmm. so so it's not one or the other it's about finding a way for those two things to work succinctly together um while driving the stuff we have to in digital because that's the way that you know the the world is moving um and it's and it's that balance so yeah i i think i've answered some of that question maybe not all of it um perfectly. no i think
0: yeah, i think you did because you know, one of the things we talk about is marketing being siloed or marketing being synchronized with the other areas that it's infused into your business dynamics. Because I think, you know, if I look at the future of marketing, it's looking at traditional businesses and mm-hmm. how they structure and operate. But they, they are doing digital marketing transformation, but not in the correct way. Sure, And then it's exponential organizations that are actually moving along the same path, you know, that's synchronized. Yeah. So it seems that you are on the latter bit.
1: I think we are. Um, If if you're not exponential today, you are getting left behind in a big way. You know, COVID drove exponential um, across the board. Um, Exponential growth, exponential adoption, um, exponential maturity, if If those things were on your um, were on your radar and were, and were important to you, and again you know we we have to consider how our customer our customer base is evolving um, and that is exponential too so in order to continue to engage with them uh, in a way that makes sense for them we've got to we've got to be there yeah
0: so did you find that you were as leader? um, you know, responsible for the strategy of digital marketing transformation, your role was to lead and influence the rest of the organization to take them on this journey with you, or, you know, just a strategy on a paper, but not work. Just explain to me, you know, some of that dynamics, because I think that's really important that senior marketing leaders have a critical role to play for DMT to be successful.
1: Sure. Um, Look, I, I think we're fortunate in that our entire group digital leadership team shares a vision. And, um, and so, you know, marketing is part of that vision. You know, there's, there's, a, there's a marketing element, there's a product um, element, there's a, a content element, there's a, an analytics element, and those things are, are all sort of moving in the same direction. So, yes, absolutely. You know, last year there was a, a digital marketing strategy. Uh, and there were elements inside of that strategy. I, I mean, some of those I mentioned up front in our conversation. And I guess as a leader, you know, it's your responsibility to um, get buy-in to to drive that strategy forward, right? I mean, I, I don't um, – I certainly don't have mandates to, you know, tell stakeholders what to do. We we genuinely work together because we believe in, in what we're trying to achieve. Um, and – I guess inherently, you know, my role requires that I can um, eloquently share that view, frame it the right way, um, hopefully convince, you know, uh, people that it's the right thing to do, and then help to steer uh, on, the, on, the, on the journey to, to getting there and, and to achieving that. But it's, it's definitely not in isolation. Um, there are a lot of very clever people, a lot of creative people. And um, and and a lot of people that are, are, are building these these strategies that incorporate the marketing element, which is, you know, the part I'll focus on, um, but all with the intention of driving digital excellence across the continent for, for our business. So. It's, so
0: it is a collective team effort. 100%. In your case, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm not sure if you read the book by Tony Saldana called Why Digital Transformations Failed. And he says that about 70% of digital transformations fail due to the lack of sufficient discipline. Right. Do you find that can be the case?
1: We could probably muse on this for a couple of hours. <laughs> um, I, it possibly, you know. Um, it's, it, this isn't something that happens overnight. I, I think, it, and I don't think it's just discipline. Discipline, sure. I think, like, lack of patience. Um, you're not going to see results overnight. Jesus. Lack of buy-in, um, you know, and an inability to to really show value as a result of the things you're doing is going to um, result in people losing faith in, in what you're doing. So there are a number of different things that I think lead to digital transformation not working. But I believe that if you have, you know, if you know where you want to go and you're able to effectively plot the journey to getting there. You've got the right team in place. You can work on the organizational structure and culture that you've got a really good chance of making it. Right? Obviously you need some talent in there. Some people that know what yeah, they're doing. Talent is key. <laughs> um and then I think you're in a you're in a good spot. But you know, if if I was going to give anyone any advice it would be to to be clear in what you're trying to achieve, but also to be patient because there's a lot of moving parts that go into this thing. Um and it's not an overnight mm. story. It's gonna it take us five yeah. years by the end of this, you know what I mean? And
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So where do you see multi choice five years from now?
1: Well, I mean I, I, I see us in our fifth year I'd like us to just be doing BAU really, really well. Um, taking all of these things that we've implemented and um and and driven and just succinctly working together you know I want to be able to see a customer that's coming into our you know our journey I want to be able to see what they've done along the way I want to understand why they've done what they've done I want to be able to engage with them if they've if they've dropped off based on the reasons they have and then I want to understand what they are when they're a customer Um, what makes them tick where they're getting benefit and, and value from the business you know we want to understand what they what they need so that we can compete better um, we want to understand what their value is so that we can talk to the business about the value that digital is giving back into the organization. And then there's a lot of other stuff that's happening in parallel, which doesn't just exist inside of our organization now. Um, it's, it's, it's content for a completely different podcast, but you know, it's, it's the Web3s of the world and, and that whole trajectory. Um, and who knows where we'll end up in that space uh, because that's not even five years away. That's like now. Mm. Um, so well, so
0: you mentioned blockchain earlier, right? It's going to disrupt. automatic
1: yeah. <laughs> Well, I think I think it has a lot of application, um, you know, f- for organizations, uh, for traditional um, processes and practices as well as digital. So, yeah, yeah I think there's a lot of opportunity there, um, and. And in all of the other areas that um, I won't bore you to death talking about now. but Yeah, <laughs> if somebody wants to be
0: challenged, then digital is the right place for them to come to. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. So, Daniel, in closing, what would you like to leave our listeners with in terms of how leading tra- organizations, you know, um, and digital marketing transformation?
1: Look, I mean, I, I think… I think strap yourself in for a for a wild ride, um, and and try and enjoy the process. There is, we've said it a few times on this, on this podcast, but there, there's a lot to take into account here. I think it's about keeping your sort of options open, ensuring that you know what's happening in this world and and, and around and around us. Um, take a keen interest in in what progress looks like and and where things are. Are going to naturally progress to, and then try and figure out what the strategy is to to, to pull that stuff um, into, you know, your operational execution because that's what that's what's going to get you there. Um, but but yeah, you know, it's it's exciting, um, and I'm looking forward to the next couple of years.
0: Me too. Thanks, Daniel, for your time, and I really appreciate
1: it. Thanks.
0: Okay. Bye bye.
1: We're excited. You're excited
0: really value and appreciate your support during this
1: time helping decision makers navigate the change and to keep some change in their pockets don't forget to subscribe
0: follow our instagram handle at talkdigital.za engage us on our website at talkdigitalza.co.za and who knows you could be featuring on the next one